Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Gargoyle Podcast. I'm Nathan, aka the Gargoyle, and tonight is my seventh episode of my 60 Days of Halloween coverage. As I've mentioned before, I'm doing themed weeks with a podcast covering the entire week, rather than individual episodes over each of the movies that I've watched. Week one was Giant Monsters, week two was Nondescript, week three was Medical Horror, week four was Documentaries, week five was IFC Midnight, and week six was Universal Monsters. For Anthology Week, I watched Trick or Treat, Creepshow, The Cat's Eye, Snoop Dogg's Hood of Horror, Tales from the Crypt, Vault of Horror, and Tales from the Dark Side, in that order. Now, like I've mentioned before, part of the reason that I'm doing themed weeks rather than individual episodes over each of the movies is because I knew that I wouldn't have had the time to put out a daily podcast for each movie. So, with anthologies having multiple stories per movie, if I were to cover them individually, it'd be like trying to cover 29 short films. So, it would be a little difficult to try to cover every single story from every anthology that I watched in detail. Plus, since each of the anthologies have different stories, it is much more difficult to find an underlying theme for all of them. They're just quick snippets of the various fears that we have. So there isn't exactly an underlying fear, but each of the movies encompasses more fears overall. With each of the stories being relatively short, it doesn't give you as much time to dwell in the fear as a feature-length story does, but even though you don't have as much time to dwell in it, being bombarded by multiple fears in a short period of time is certainly terrifying in its own right. Now, some of the stories were more enjoyable than others, and they each definitely have their own style to them, but I loved all of the movies that I picked for the week. I know that anthologies aren't for everyone, but I kind of love them. I think that part of the reason why I enjoy them so much is because I grew up on things like Twilight Zone, X-Files, Goosebumps, and so on. I love feature-length horror movies, but I also really love horror shows, when they're individual episodes rather than serialized and trying to drag out a story for way too long. And I love short films. And speaking of short films, there were some amazing horror shorts that screened at the Knoxville Horror Film Fest this last weekend. There's always an awesome block of short films at the Frightening Ass Film Fest, which is coming up this upcoming weekend. So my love for horror shows and horror short films has naturally translated into a love of horror anthologies. Now, the stories within anthologies usually aren't quite as developed as feature-length stories. There's much less character development, and like I mentioned, it doesn't give you nearly enough time to actually dwell in that horror. But I love the fact that anthologies give you a variety of stories, a variety of talent, a variety of directors and cinematography. They might not go into as much depth with a single story or a single fear, but it allows you to see the breadth of possibilities of horror movies. Plus, anthologies, and short films, give hope and inspiration to aspiring filmmakers. When someone is wanting to get into film on any side of it, it can seem daunting, if not overwhelming, to try to figure out how to put together a feature-length film. But with short stories, it allows filmmakers to focus on just a specific aspect to try to hone their skills. Also, even though there usually isn't one underlying fear driving an anthology, seeing a multitude of horror stories in a relatively short period of time highlights just how many terrifying things there are in the world and how fear is so multifaceted. Now, without going into details for every movie, and thereby going into details for every single story, there isn't a whole lot more that I can actually say about Anthology Week. If you do not like short films because you feel like they're too underdeveloped, then you probably aren't going to be much of a fan of anthologies. And if you're looking for incredibly developed character and stories that really dwell on a specific fear, then that's not what you're going to find in anthologies either. But if you're a fan of horror shows or short films, or if you can't really make up your mind on what kind of horror movie you're in the mood for, then anthology films are a great way to get a variety of talent and fears. Personally, I love anthologies. 
So I definitely recommend all of the movies that I watched the week. Now, for each week, I've been picking a top movie with slight cheats for Documentary Week and Universal Monster Week. But picking a top movie for Anthology Week is probably more difficult than any of the previous weeks. Each anthology had stories that were better than others, so I could probably pick a top story from each anthology relatively easily. In Trick or Treat, the top story was The School Bus Driver. Yes, I know that all the stories were intersecting, but I think that his arc was the most interesting. In Creep Show, the top story was Creeping Up on You, because the thought of that many cockroaches is just, ah, absolutely terrifying and disgusting. In The Cat's Eye, the top story was definitely Quitters Incorporated, so well acted and so terrifying. In Snoop Dogg's Hood of Four, I'd probably go with the first story, the one about graffiti. Uh, in Tales from the Crypt, I'd have to go with Blind Alleys, just because of how visceral the ending is. Even though you don't actually see what happens, your imagination has no problem completing that picture. In Vault of Horror, I'd probably go with uh, Drawn and Quartered, the one with Tom Baker, because, well, because I love Tom Baker. Uh, and in Tales from the Dark Side, definitely the story with the Gargoyle. It's just so heartbreaking. But even though I can pick a top story from each movie, it is much harder to actually pick a top movie. With so many different stories, atmospheres, talents, fears, there are just a lot of factors at play. So this week's going to have to be another cheat week, and I'm going to go with two movies, one older and one more modern. For an older anthology, my top pick is Tales from the Crypt. Each of the stories is terrifying in their own right, but each of them also includes a cautionary tale, adding a little depth to the overall film. And for the more modern horror anthology, I'm definitely going with Trick or Treat. With the use of intersecting stories, it feels a little less like a traditional anthology, for those who generally aren't fans of anthologies, plus there is just such a great interplay of horror and humor. Now, there isn't a whole lot more for me to say about anthologies, so that's it for Anthology Week. But since this is an incredibly short episode, I'm going to go ahead and include my coverage for Week 8, Halloween Favorites Week. Rather than waiting until the end of the week to go over the movies that I watched for Halloween Favorites Week, I'm going to briefly go over the movies that I plan to watch to finish out my 60 Days of Halloween. I'm doing this in part because I don't know if I would have time to get another episode recorded before Halloween if I waited until the end of the week, but I'm primarily doing it this way because I want to go over recommendations of movies to watch leading up to Halloween, and it doesn't really make much sense to put an episode like that out after Halloween. Now, the movies that I'm planning to watch for Halloween Favorites Week aren't necessarily the best or even the scariest movies. But they are movies that I just love watching around Halloween, either because of specific Halloween themes, because of how scary they are, or just because I've watched them so many times around Halloween that they've practically become a tradition. There is certainly no shortage of horror movies that I could watch, and no shortage of horror movies that I love and could watch in the last week leading up to Halloween. But the movies that I'm planning to watch in the final week leading up to Halloween are, in no particular order, Beetlejuice, Horror of Dracula, Young Frankenstein, Clue, Rocky Horror Picture Show, Night of the Living Dead, Halloween, and if I have time, Halloween 2 and Halloween 3, and Tales of Halloween. Now, it might not be a perfect list, but it has humor, great sets, iconic villains, great music, genuine fears, and every single one of these movies has either become a cult classic or has had some lasting impact on the horror genre. Again, this isn't a perfect list, and there are certainly movies that are objectively much, much better, but I feel like this list encapsulates just about every aspect of what I love about horror. Plus, they are fun, and Halloween is supposed to be fun. 
Now, at the end of every episode in my 60 Days of Halloween coverage, I've recommended that you find time to get together with friends for your own Halloween movie nights. Hopefully you've been inspired by my themed weeks and have been enjoying some good horror movies with friends over the last few weeks. But if you haven't had a chance to put together a movie night yet, and you aren't quite sure what to watch, here are my recommendations. Along with the movies on my personal viewing list for this week, again, Beetlejuice, Horror of Dracula, Young Frankenstein, Clue, Rocky Horror Picture Show, Night of the Living Dead, Halloween, If I Have Time, Halloween 2 and 3, and Tales of Halloween, the top movies for each week in my 60 Days of Halloween have been Jaws for Giant Monsters, The Thing for Nondescript, The Dentist for Medical Horror, Nightmares in Red, White, and Blue for informative documentaries, The American Scream for human interest documentaries, I Am Not a Serial Killer for IFC Midnight Week, Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein for Universal Monster Week, and Tales from the Crypt for an older anthology, and Trick or Treat for a more modern anthology. And if those aren't enough recommendations for you, here are some honorable mentions, either from the themed weeks or just other Halloween movies that I love. Creature from the Black Lagoon, The Devil's Candy, American Werewolf in London, Best Worst Movie, and Troll 2 Double Feature, Evil Dead, or Evil Dead 2, or Army of Darkness, or Drag Me to Hell, pretty much anything by Sam Raimi, uh, Beyond the Gates, Let the Right One In, The Monster Squad, From Beyond, Reanimator, Sequence Break, Fright Night, Slither, House of the Devil, Shaun of the Dead, Paranorman, Hausu. There really is no end to awesome horror movies. So get together with some friends and enjoy good horror movies over the next week leading up to Halloween. Now, I know that was incredibly short, but if you enjoyed this episode, check out my episodes for Giant Monster Week, Nondescript Week, Medical Horror Week, Documentaries Week, IFC Midnight Week, and Universal Monsters Week. And be sure to come back soon as I round out my coverage of 60 Days of Halloween with my coverage of the Knoxville Horror Film Fest, which was freaking awesome, and the Frightening Ass Film Fest, which starts on October 27th and has an amazing lineup of film this year. The Knoxville Horror Film Fest has already come and gone for this year, but if you're a fan of horror, I highly recommend that you check out the Frightening Ass Film Fest and try to make it down to Chattanooga this weekend. I know that individual tickets and weekend passes are rapidly disappearing, so if you're wanting to go and do not have your tickets yet, you better act quick before they're all gone. And if you missed out on the Knoxville Horror Film Fest and you're not able to make it down to Chattanooga this weekend for the Frightening Ass Film Fest, then, like I said, at least find some time to get together with friends and enjoy some good horror movies together over the next week. In the meantime, you can check out my past episodes and my 60 Days of Halloween coverage, as well as past movie reviews, con coverage, and just general geekery at gargilereviews.blogspot.com. And be sure to follow me on Twitter at gargilereviews, on Facebook slash thegargile, on Instagram at thegargile, and on iTunes or Google Play. Just do a search for The Gargile. But until next time, that's been it for this episode of The Gargile Podcast. I'm Nathan, and as always, you can find me where geekery and horror abound.